Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And joining us on this week's episode, returning from a few months ago, from the back in the cold depths of February, he has returned victorious with music uh, to speak about uh, and share. Please welcome back Austin Reno. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Thanks oh, for Mike. having me again. It's oh, a pleasure. We are so glad to have you back, man. And, and, and <laughs> the best circumstances, too, because you got new shit coming out and it's good. Mm-hmm. I do. I have new stuff coming out. Thank you. Thanks for editing what I said. That's cool. Make me feel weird. I do have a record that's coming out and it's There's new music. Yes. I'm trying to swear and shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just went over to There you go. <laughs> I was on the other one because I was waiting to bring this in. Oh point seven seconds. Yes. The new track. That's right. 0.7 seconds. Yeah. Because it won't nice. it won't get us in trouble. Yeah, right. Because we don't want to yeah. do that. So I just posted a uh, I just posted a TikTok using my own sound and they muted it because <laughs> of uh and it had like two thousand views and they muted it because of a copyright issue. And I'm like, Come This on. is my song, dude. dude like how I distributed it to TikTok. Ain't, ain't how no frustrating is that? How frustrating is that? You're like, this is my shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know it sucks. Well, because like I'm not gonna lie, I got I got like 2,000 uh, views because like I did like a paid promotion on TikTok. Uh, so like all my other views got like 100 views or whatever. But uh, yeah, I did a paid promotion on TikTok and then they muted it and they wouldn't let me end the promotion. So like they made me finish the paid promotion oh, that's uh, while it was muted. <laughs> yeah, it's bull. I know. <laughs> wow. Pretty sick. That's like classic TikTok, though, from what I hear, anyway. Jesus. Yeah, fuck TikTok. Yeah, fuck them. They're taking your data and putting it in places you don't want to know about. Ooh. Yeah. Right in TikTok's rear end. (laughs) Sly says, for real, though, I've been interacting on your socials because I truly dig your music and I always blindly support things I like on social. That, that's really really nice thank you for saying that that's really nice yeah i appreciate that so keep, keep the best. interacting <laughs> it feels good right yeah. when you're like hey thank you for interacting with me i'm not just screaming into the yeah. void <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah because it feels like that a lot of the time it sure so. does oh, that tracks yeah it sure does well we're gonna get into you know your ep that's coming out your single that's currently out now and all that other stuff but before we do let's go through a little bit of Housekeeping. 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 Uh, first things first, if you don't already, please make sure to follow us on Spotify. Uh, we're on other places, but definitely check us out on Spotify. 
Also, if you still feel if you feel so inclined, uh, that was me speaking backwards. If you feel so inclined, come check out our Discord server. Uh, it's a great place where a bunch of us dorks hang out. Uh, we, you know, get together for game nights. We share awesome memes like the wonderful Zenny. She's a wonderful curator of Nine Gag, always posting great stuff from there. Um, it's really just a great community. I, I really love it. It's I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's so nice to have a collective of people that I talk to every day and can easily just not burp into the mic. Um, pull together if we Classic want to. Professional. Have you seen that video of that kid who's like, yeah, 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 but can you chug a LaCroix without without burping? And he just like tries to chug it and chug it and chug it. And then he goes, oh, God, what have I done? And then he runs into a garage door. Nope. That's a good one. You guys should I watch it. I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we post stuff like that on our Discord server, so you can come check that out. So if you want to join, it's uh, just head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Down in our about section, you'll see a little button that says Discord. Click on that. It'll take you right on over. Welcome to the family. We'd love to see you. Also, uh, we have merch at redbubble.com. Head over to Redbubble, type in Mind Gap Podcast. You'll see the stuff that we've got. I've got an idea for some new merch. So Uh-oh. keep your eyes open. Teespring, you get the fuck out of here with that, Noah Reno. Teespring, I'm sorry, it's just called Spring now because they're like, we gotta change up our name because we suck, and we don't want people to know how bad we suck, so we're gonna change it to Spring. Fucking hate that place. Anyway, Redbubble.com, look for Mind Gap Podcast there. Check out our stuff. Get yourself something nice. You deserve it. Father's Day's right around the corner. You know, get you something nice for your father. Speaking of, check out this cool shit. My wife got me for Father's Day. Hey. You can't see it if you're listening, but Whoa. if you're on Twitch, it's a really fucking cool uh, picture of the Joker from the Dark Knight. And you can't probably can't see it, but it says stuff like Kapow. It's got like comic stuff in there. Oh, nice. So this shit's getting hung up in my so it's like It's like pop art meets Jackson Pollock meets something, but Joker. Yeah. yeah it's fucking dope. That's cool. It's cool. Came tonight, I'm like, thank you. My Earth. father. <laughs> Was a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's not a red bubble, but we got cool stuff there. Check that out. And last but not least, we live stream on Twitch every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central and every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central. Saturday nights are game nights, baby. And uh, we have a really good time. So please check us out. Twitch.tv slash podcast. Click the follow button. It'll turn on notifications so you know whenever we go live in case we have some special ones, which might happen this weekend. So just make sure you're following and check out uh, when we're going live and come hang out with us. We've been playing a lot of cool games lately. Uh, one of which I'll talk about later on called Knockout City. It's fucking dope. It's dope as hell. And it's so cool. All right. That, my friends, is housekeeping. We need to have some sort of soundbite. It's like housekeeping or something when it's done. I already made a note of it. I'm on it. Ultimately, <laughs> while you were talking, I was taking notes with ideas. So we're good. Fantastic. So Austin. Same wavelength. Same wavelength. We've got it. Uh, so here we go. Austin Reno is back. The last time you were here, we were talking about the cool stuff you'd already had out that was available and still is. And you should all check out. It's cool. But now, last Friday, you released a brand new single called No Hesitation. Wait. Did you just say last? Yeah. Because that's what we did last time. Austin <laughs> hey, wait, yeah, Austin, when, last time, yeah. Austin, when does your EP come out? This? It's 
<laughs> we got it. We're yeah, that's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But last Friday, you had an awesome video come out uh, called No Hesitation, a new single, and it's phenomenal. It's excellent. You should all... That's that. <laughs> Shun. You can hear him saying hesitation. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the best part of the song. <laughs> that one point seven seconds. <laughs> It's so good. It's yeah. such great. It's it's such great, as they say in all English speaking places. Um, and <laughs> and uh, you all Thank should definitely you. check it out. Um, so real quick, I mean, we'll do this again at the end. Where can people follow you? Where can they find your stuff right now? What's what's a good place for them to to catch up on the Austin Reno show? Yeah. So my at on all social media is Austin Reno A U S T E N R E N O. And since last episode we did uh i have a my website now so everything and everything and anything and everything is there at austinreno.com including merch if you want to buy some stuff sweet uh i'm gonna have to go story take a gander <laughs> at that that sounds awesome because i really love the uh the design of the video i love like the 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 promo that you have like the the artwork is very cool it's got a very 80s style to it which i typically oh, hate the great. 80s but something about this one just spoke to me i'm like this is cool this is rad i absolutely love Con- it conversely it's i love for the, the meme yeah <laughs> i love okay what- good <laughs> yeah, it's it's but but honestly though it's like it's it's memeing out on the whole like vaporwave 80s thing and I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt, for God's sakes, and everything. Great. So, like, it's kind of all just a big joke, but I think it, like, looks decent, I guess. So I think it looks awesome. The mustache as well. So. Yes. Also, Thank you. very, very good. It's very cool. So, yes, please go check out Austin Reno at austinreno.com um, and check out all his stuff. But, uh, so... Tell me, uh, tell us, tell everyone a little bit about the, you know, so you had your single come out, your, uh, EP is dropping, uh, this Friday, which is June the 11th. Yes. It's Friday, June 11th when this (laughs) EP is is coming out. Um, so what, um, you know, tell, tell us a little bit about the EP, like what went into it? Did you enjoy it? You know, was it fun? All the great interview questions people ask artists, you know? (laughs) What inspired the album? Yeah. Uh, that thing. What do the lyrics mean <laughs> for no hesitation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even, I don't, what, 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 what am I answering? Because <laughs> all of them. On. Wait, what? You weren't listening? Okay. Answer the question, Austin. He's, he's, he's avoiding it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did, uh, I did enjoy making it. Um, I started No Hesitation was the first song that I made for the whole thing. Um and it's it basically kind of started by accident. Um cuz a little over a year ago I had a buddy uh in Tennessee who was asking if I could make him like a podcast intro, like a podcast intro song. And so I made the instrumental like the first 30 seconds of no hesitation like the piano and then when the beat drops and stuff and i sent it to him and he didn't really like it (laughs) so uh i just like decided to finish the instrumental and uh just made the whole song and then i was gonna just put out that one song and then i started messing around with some other uh instrumentals like in a, a similar vein um 
And yeah, it just kind of like fell together, I guess. But it was basically a year. So the whole time the pandemic was going on, that's kind of like been the project I've been working on. That's really cool. And the name of the EP is Drive-In 25, correct? That's correct. Nice. Because I'm 25. Look at you, 25. And all that. Yeah, I get it. He's driving 25. I put it all together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, I, I've, I've, you know, we've, you were kind enough to share some of the tracks with us and, uh, they are great. And I I said this last time, I'll say this again. What I really like about you, be prepared for compliments is you, you are, you have such a varied style in the stuff that you make. Like when you make your things, like every single track is something like, Ooh, what's this one going to be like? And, you know, normally I'm kind of a guy that's like, Hey, this sounds too different from the last one. This doesn't sound like a collective of things, but every single track was very enjoyable to listen to and had just such a unique style. And it was really cool to be like, wow, this is a very varied and, um, you know, just, um, I don't know if eclectic is the right word, but it's very, um, worldly, you know, words are hard for you tonight. It's, it's, to me, it's like uh, it's like an homage to music. Like you, you can tell that you are a fan of music because it seems as though you're having fun exploring not just one genre. You're not trying to pigeonhole yourself into one genre. So you're trying to just explore the concept of music and just do what you like. And it, it very much to me comes off as just an homage to music in general. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I don't think it's on none of it is on purpose it all just falls together it's all just one big swarm of chaos and particles that end up coming together but yeah i mean i I, yeah thank you and um i don't know i just try to try to make something that i would want to listen to so that's really cool so i I don't know if we covered this last time because if we did i forgot but like what are some of your biggest musical influences So that's tough because like the music I listen to is not, I mean, I, I, I do listen to pop music and stuff, but a majority of the time I, I straight up just listen to like screamo bands and pop punk music and now we're stuff talking. like that. So I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I pull a lot from everything. I mean, Frank Ocean and The Weeknd will always be like two big pop influences um and yeah i don't know it's it's tough for me to like analyze my own like lyrics and stuff like that but i don't know it's all just coming from a place of like emo boy sad shit generally i don't know (laughs) jared just asked did doug just come after hearing screamo and pop punk yes yes i did thank you jared i kept it together because i am a professional all right but i will change my pants after this never hear him come Mm -mm. They yep. never do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only thing you'll hear when it happens is uh, I just pooped Jack in my noise. moist missile. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's a delay. So that's, Austin's I face apologize. was the best. He was like, "What?" Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what was that? Yeah, that was uh, a quote out of context from yours truly. So there we go. <laughs> Were you inebriated? No, I don't drink. So everything I say, purely sober. Okay. So. Which makes okay. it all the more better, question mark? Ah, that's why I call it a victory sip. 
Um, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. I love yeah. pop punk stuff. I'm always a sucker for that yeah. and some screamo stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm all I'm I'm right I'm right there with you. But I don't think I could. I'm so into that stuff. I don't think I I would have to do music that's similar to that. So I, I really respect that that you're like yeah this is stuff I listen to. But I want to make all sorts of type of music. I'm like that's pretty cool. And that's not something yeah. I'd be able to do. Well, I think I think we talked about it. I think we did talk about it last time too. But like, I think pop music is like the best way to sell out. So like, and that's like what I'm trying to do. So, yeah, <laughs> make that money, man. Make them stacks. Well, yeah. it always boils down to if you are you having fun and do you enjoy what you make? Because if you hate what you make, then yeah. you know that's one thing. But if you're like, yeah, man, I like making this stuff. This is really you know, yeah, really cool, really fun. I want to know about um, the 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 bus ad. I, I love the because I think something that I, if if there's any musicians that you know uh, end up listening to this that are that are up and coming and trying to make it as well, I think marketing and getting your shit out there is probably one of the hardest things for us in this podcast. It's the hardest thing for us to do is to get the name out. So you you ended up taking an ad out on the side of a bus. I want just talk a little bit about your your approach to marketing and getting this thing out. Also, what made you think about a bus? <laughs> I love that. But what made you think that? Yeah. Yeah. So marketing. Yeah. Marketing's impossible. But uh, so coming up with the bus ad was pretty easy, actually, because like I was just driving around town and I saw a bus and it had ads on it. And I was like, I wonder how much that costs. And uh, so I like. Went to the, I went to like the Grand Rapids city government website or whatever and like tracked down advertising on the rapid and then like found the ad agency and sent them an email and it was like not that expensive <laughs> and it's like, it, it's, doable. it's hilarious. Like I hit up, I hit up my manager. Yeah. I, I hit up my manager and I was like, yo, should I, cause like some bands and stuff like even like smaller bands um but I, when i say smaller i'm like they're still like popular in the scene and stuff but like yeah. they'll get billboards in a city or something and like that's usually pretty doable for like mid famous bands um but yeah so i was like we were me i talked with my manager uh and i was like how what's a step below that would be like a public <laughs> transit like putting yourself on a bus and uh yeah so we did it and it's like it's running around town right now it's hilarious <laughs> we were so we were talking so awesome. before uh, uh before we went live we were talking about how much of a bullshit like social media advertising is and i was like your money has gone farther with the bus ad than any social media ad you put out there guaranteed you may not be able to track who's seen yeah. the bus but i guarantee you it's more legitimate people than a fucking social media ad yeah yeah, and it's so it's the bus that runs. So like Grand Valley State University's campus is like 25 minutes outside of Grand Rapids in Allendale. And this the bus that my sign is on is on the bus that like takes students to and from campus. So it runs from like campus into downtown Grand Rapids and stuff. And like granted it's the summer, so there's only two of those buses running all summer, but like the bus that my sign's on like from some like 7 a.m. to like 10 o'clock at night, it's just running back and forth from like the college campus into downtown. And like, so, yeah, I don't know. I, 
I might get some streams from it. Who knows? <laughs> that was a smart. That was a smart bus route to choose too, because you're hitting the key demographic that you're gonna. Because you know the next the next thing is to you know you start going back on the road again or doing tours. The college shows are gonna be the next thing. So if you can drum up excitement, yeah. Do you miss uh, touring? I miss touring a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the. One of the biggest joys in life, I'd say. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you have anything uh anything kind of coming down the pipeline where you can go out and tour again soon, or is that still kind of up in the air based on the current uh sickiness uh situation? I know I know tours are getting announced and people are booking tours and going on tours and stuff. I doubt that I'll tour or perform this year, honestly. I mean, like, maybe... I mean, I, I like, jokingly said in my NPR Tiny Desk submission, I was like, if the price is right. Uh, and that was a joke, but it's like, I don't, I don't really feel the need to, like, try super hard to do a bunch of really tiny shows. Like, if a really cool opportunity comes up, then I'd be more than happy to, but mm-hmm. and I'm not really going to, like, seek out doing a whole lot of shows this year, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, again, especially if it's one of those things where you've got other means to get your your music out there and promote yourself and be heard. There's other things you can focus on. If that's not the thing that your whole career is hinging on, then why not take just a little bit more time? Yeah, that's the idea. Well, Jared says, come to Australia, tour nonstop. He's our Australian super fan. And he's, you know, he's got he's got connections for you. I mean... <laughs> I wish I could go down there. (laughs) That's better than I can do. Kudos to you, sir. I mean, you could go down there. Let's be honest. I feel like you could go down there and probably be safer than (laughs) anywhere in the state. Are they letting people in? That's also a good question. Are they letting people from the states in? You can sneak in. It's a prison colony. How hard can it be? All you got to do is just swim through the Great Barrier Reef and you're good to go. Yes. No problem. Done. Yeah, ride, ride a turtle. <laughs> They're like, right you made it. <laughs> Congrats. You know, they, get, they welcome you on the beach yeah, once you get right. there. That's phenomenal. You yeah. got another one from Grand Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, there's a great migration from Grand Rapids. Yeah, a lot of expats yeah. down there. <laughs> yeah. Jared says, I'll just quickly marry you, let you in, then we'll divorce. I'll just take half of your guitars. <laughs> There you go. What are you talking about? Divorce. Let's run it. <laughs> don't see give where up. this goes, man. Don't give up on it so early, Jared. Come on. We got to see what happens here. <laughs> oh, Jared. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. And write a song about it. There you go. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm so excited for your EP and everything that's coming out. Austin, it's it's good. And again, everyone, you absolutely need to check it out. It's 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 a great EP. Um it's it's you know you should be very proud of yourself it's a it's a, it's a good piece of work thank you yeah. i'll give you guys just one more real quick take here. there you go there's your teaser my teaser. favorite part go, go listen to the song hey what's up cast wave studios good to see you pal good to see you and jared said told you he was the better reno look at that he is he's the better reno i guess according to jared mm. <laughs> I love it. Um, we can have a Reno off later on. So speaking of touring, um, 
Kid Rock is touring right now, uh, in case you guys don't all know. And Shocker. He uh, apparently is uh, getting some shit for uh, using a homophobic slur at a crowd while singing at a bar. For some reason, I just assumed... I didn't when I reviewed this last night. I was like, "Oh, he must have been." I just pictured him in an arena, you know, like right. large crowds. Because my perception of Kid Rock is still the late '90s, and you know, but now just reading this, it's like it was at a bar. I'm like, "Oh, oh, this makes this even more interesting," because he's probably really salty about yeah. playing at a bar with him being Kid Rock. Uh, but the story goes uh, yeah. that. Uh, he was in uh, Fishlips Bar and Grill in Smithville, Tennessee, when attendees in the crowd began filming him on their phones. And he said, fuck your iPhone. Yeah, the singer shouted. And then he's like, post this, post this. He started chanting while pointing to his legs, between his legs, which I think is hilarious. But then he goes, you fucking F-words with your phones. And then the video cut off before he could hear anything else he had to say. Uh, so um, that, uh, you know, he's probably pretty cool guy um you know for doing Kid that rock is such a butt chug <laughs> the only cool thing that, the only cool thing that kid rock has ever done was be in the movie joe dirt and that's like the <laughs> only cool thing he'll ever have done in his life oh my god that's amazing what i love too is i think we looked it up last night and they he's listed as like a rapper i think is what he's listed as which yeah. is like not when I think of Kid Rock, I don't think rapper, you know? Yeah, that's false. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is yeah. not correct. Uh, yeah, he's... What? Robert James Ritchie, better so, known as Kid uh, Rock, uh, and occasionally Bobby Shazam. What? Yeah. Yeah, his Bobby name is Bobby. Shazam. I got a story. I got a story I could share with you oh, let's about do it. Bobby. It's not really... It's not that much of a story, but uh, I I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna say who it is because I don't want him to get in trouble or anything. Is it Kid Rock? I know someone who works at Kid Rock's at Kid Rock's bar in Nashville. I know someone who works there, and uh, they they all call him Bobby, and uh, yeah, he's he's a shithead like IRL. <laughs> Shocker! All that tracks so much. <laughs> yeah. Jared said Lid Manuel yeah, Miranda is more of a rapper president. than both of them. He's gonna run for of course he'd run for president. Of course he yeah, would. Of course he would. Um and guess who wouldn't vote for him? Most of America. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy. This guy <laughs> right here. So that got me uh <laughs> thinking like, you know, um for a blip of a moment, I was like, I could kind of see as a performer how annoying that could be to some extent, right? Like, but I was thinking about it more through the lens of comedy, right? Someone is trying to work out their material. Someone's recording them. You kind of bomb and people post it online. It's like, hey, this isn't a finished product yet. You know, go fuck yourself. Right. It's annoying. Um, but then also, you know, the idea that um, that's not the same with musicians, right? Musicians, music is kind of like the opposite of it where you sort of build your stuff in in secret and then you release it and play it for the world. And also... He's Kid Rock. Like, people are going to see him and be like, oh, fuck, check it out, it's Kid Rock. And they're going to, you know, I would think that by now he would kind of be used to some of that stuff. So, but what I'm trying to get at is like, I'm sure for a second that was pretty annoying and what he said was not cool. Although the part that was cool was him like, you know, you know, film this, film this, pointing out his dick. That's hilarious. Um, but 
Um, as, have you ever done any, or have you been on tour or been in a show or anything where someone has done something that's really annoyed you or have there been experiences while touring where you're like, God, this fuck this, this is so obnoxious. I don't, not that I recall, like I, I I mean, we did like 150 shows for the band total and, uh, I don't ever recall a moment of someone during the show like being super obnoxious and ruining everything, except for when it was me like, <laughs> ruining everything on stage, like being stupid and drunk on stage. <laughs> What's something you did that was yeah. that was that was stupid that you feel like and ruined? Like, and, and also one to ten, how uh, drunk were you? <laughs> uh, so I, this was uh, probably like an eight, but um. There was one there was one time that uh straight up like because we used to like rock out and you know do a lot of jumping around and all that sort of thing and there're multiple times just like the one in particular straight up just like fall over into the drum kit and like knock the whole drum kit over. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh yeah. man, that's Not only does that probably end the show but also your drummer's probably not thrilled. Yeah, no, drummer not thrilled. Show, I don't think the show ended, but it didn't feel very good. I was gonna say, I bet that really fucking <laughs> there, hurt. And then there's also like little, yeah, there's always like little times too where like when I was playing guitar in the band, like me and the other guitar player would like whack each other with a headstock or something, like oh. stuff like that would happen. But no, honestly, like not anything like too, too bad. Oh, that would, yeah, that sounds like that would really hurt. Uh, both of those. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, though, that you haven't really had any hecklers or anything, because I mean, there are, are horror stories, obviously, of people like, you know, people chucking food or, or drinks up on the stage or oh. just, you know, completely just. I just had a moment you or yeah, or I remember I was yeah. at in I was deep in Missouri and uh, Goldfinger, <laughs> uh, the band messed. And then a local band was playing at Rolla. Uni- I don't know if it's a university, but it was in Rolla. Rolla, Missouri, baby. Um, and I was like blown away. I'm like, wow, Goldfinger's in Rolla. This is awesome. I went there with my brother and the opening band. I've never felt so bad for a performer in my entire life. These poor fuckers are trying to do the best that they can. And people are started throwing pennies at them. Just chucking oh. fucking change at them oh, that sucks. while they were playing. And I just watched everything about them just like crumble as people yeah. were just like, fuck you. Just blah. And I just watched this guy like he was wearing like one of those really cheap plastic like um, St. Patrick's Day green hats. And like people were just trying to hit him in the, in the hat and stuff. He's like, come on, guys. Do, do you have to throw it? They're like, fuck you. And they just throwing it at him. And I, they, they went off the stage. I was like, God, that's so mean. And then Mest comes on, and they're like so excited. They're like, hey, I heard you guys are being real dicks to the, to the last guys. And people start throwing change at him. He's like, what the fuck? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then Damn, Goldfinger comes up, and people are getting on stage, but they're not like stage diving. They're just hanging out on stage. And the lead singer literally stops the show. He goes, listen, when I grew up, if you got on the stage while a band was playing, you fucking jumped off. Like he got so annoyed. I was like, what a bunch of, 
I'm like, yeah, these are my people. They don't understand how to act at a show. And that just left it just, I was, yeah. it was such an uncomfortable, <laughs> uncomfortable thing to be in an audience member. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. That I can't, but how do you like, if yeah. someone had been doing that to you, how would you, what would you do? Would you walk off stage? What would your response be to getting uh pennies to you? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what my response would be. I think that I would try to play it off as funny uh, or something. I don't know. But like the scene that we were a part of, like, thankfully for the most part was like, it was like really inclusive and most of the people in the scene were like really nice and like shows were, you know, just like full of nice people and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't say that I would have done anything because I'm sissy. But. <laughs> well, I, I think that there's nothing you can do in, in a lot of regards, right? Like, yeah, you can't fight apathy. You know, you can't fight disinterest. And I've heard a lot of performers say I would rather get a boo out of someone than silence because silence is just such pure indifference you know imagine playing your heart out you know just rocking out giving everything you got you hit the last beat you're like yeah it's just you know nothing you hear a couple coughs yeah (laughs) yeah you just got yeah you're like cool uh that was no hesitation uh thanks (laughs) thank you uh yeah, it was. I mean, we we did get reactions of silence. Uh, we well, did get a lot of reactions of silence just because we played a lot of shows to no one. Well, then <laughs> just like a basement with two people in the middle of Pittsburgh, like <laughs> it's gonna be silent probably. Yeah, that's... I remember in high school we were in a uh, a rock band and we played a couple backyard either birthday parties or like when people have barbecues and it was just at friends' places and that was the most awkward because. On a few of them, like, again, yeah, no one gave a shit. Like, we made, we were more of an annoyance to them than anything. And so you got done and everyone's back was to you and they were just talking. You're like, thank you. Good night. <laughs> You're like, okay, we're we got one more song for you guys. And then we'll, then we'll probably come and join you. And like, <laughs> it's just the most awkward fucking thing. Yeah. Hated it. I did something similar to like uh, I had a I was in a cover band in high school and uh, I convinced the people planning prom to let us play and they're like sure (laughs) and they relegated us up to like we we were in the gym but there was like this weird room up top where that's where wrestling practice was so like it had kind of like a balcony that overlooked everything and stuff like that we set up 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 there but there were so many other activities like going on. And we were playing and there was like nobody up there. Like we're just playing shit like and there's just nobody's paying attention to us. And like the idea the expectation of what I thought it was going to be versus what it was was so disappointing. Well, in high school, you think it's going to be like the show of your life, too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And I've I've seen some uh, there. I can't remember what band it was, but there was a video of them where people were just being absolute, absolute dickheads. And uh, they had stopped and it was like a a section of people and they stopped and they basically said, Hey, everyone, we want to keep playing for you, but unless these fucks get out, we're walking off stage, your choice. And so the audience basically 
ushered them out. And I was like, that could go yeah. one of two ways. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, that that could go dangerously, you know? Yeah, I was like, luckily this one, they get, they just got bounced. But that was like, yeah, at the wrong show, at a Kid Rock show, uh, they may, uh, you know, you're, you're getting the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not going to work. Um, I like the concept of it, of basically saying to the audience, like, cool, your guys' choice. What do you want to do? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, do you guys uh remember that video? I think it was of Akon back in the day where uh someone like threw a shoe at Akon on stage and he told the crowd he's like, "Bring him over to me. Bring him over to me." And they like grabbed him and from like 20 feet back and pulled him on stage and Akon literally picks him up, puts him over his head and just hucks him off the stage. <laughs> you got to watch that. <laughs> crazy oh boy yeah well i know what i'm doing after this uh podcast is over i'm looking up that video because that sounds awesome oh there's also um uh the lead singer of tool uh maynard keenan he knows like he's like a black belt in jujitsu and there's this amazing video from like i think either early 2000s where he's singing a song and this fan makes it up on stage and they're in arena and Maynard just like puts his arms out, like come hug me. And the guy comes and hugs him. He fucking head throws him, puts him on a down and gets him in a hold. And doesn't miss a beat. Keeps singing his song. And he's just got the guy like pinned down on the ground and like <laughs> in a hold. Security to come over. He's just got it. Away. He's just basically That's like, so sick. I've got this. I was like, that was, and then the fans like, this is awesome. It's like, That's no, badass. dude, yeah. you got fucking chucked, man. He's just sitting there, arms or whatever. Yeah. He's in some weird hole. He's got him in like a leg lock or something like that. He's just like <laughs> singing the whole time, not missing a, a goddamn word. It was amazing. <laughs> you can go down like a YouTube rabbit hole and just watch a ton of videos of like artists and bands like fighting people on stage. <laughs> and it's all so awesome. Like Action Bronson <laughs> has beat up like a few people on stage. Oh, <laughs> it's the same thing with like watching comedians just annihilate hecklers, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. It's, oh, I love that. There's nothing like the justice of someone who can handle because that same thing, like just, just was talking about, that could go wrong if you, I mean, uh, what, what's, what was Kramer's? Kramer, you know, Kramer tried oh, to, Michael uh, Richard. Yeah, yeah, he tried to uh, control the room. Didn't do a good job. Uh, yeah, did, did, so much. No, 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 didn't, no. Uh, yeah. Didn't quite get to. The job done there um but when you see not someone so good not, not so, so good. not so good but when you see like some people just like very just expertly take it and they're able to turn the room against that one person it's oh, just yeah. like yeah oh it's so good it's Bo so Burnham's good burnham's got a couple good ones where like as soon as somebody talks he's just like shut the fuck up <laughs> i love that someone goes i love you he goes you don't love me you love the idea of me and he just keeps going like just <laughs> that was bo burnham that said that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Love it. Just didn't miss it. This completely was ready for it. Like, Speaking yeah. of Bo Burnham. <laughs> that new special is pretty great. I want it's on my list. It's on my list. I'm actually yeah. I I feel I feel bad because like I'm rewatching something I've already watched on Netflix, but it's something that's been in my mind. I'm like, I'm gonna rewatch this. I'm like, Sweet Tooth just came out on Netflix. I want to check that out. I want to check out that special. Like, there's a lot of good stuff. Castaway Studios says Bill Burr is the best at dealing with hecklers. I mean, I think he's on the Mount Rushmore of yeah. dealing with hecklers. I mean, Absolutely. with with Philadelphia alone. I mean, that was pretty epic. He dealt with yeah. a crowd of drunk Philadelphian <laughs> jagoffs for eleven minutes. 
<laughs> he'd get him on his side and he immediately turn it against him again and he just kept doing that back and forth. Austin, have you seen that one? No. Oh, that, I need that's to watch one that, that you got to look up after this. It's just yeah, Bill Burr takes on hecklers in Philly. And it's just 11 minutes of <laughs> apparently they were being shitheads the entire like all the different acts that were coming out. And so he came out and he was just like cracks knuckles. All right. And he basically just tore them apart, eviscerated their city and they were booing him. And he's like, your booze feed me. Fuck you. <laughs> Ten minutes. And he was counting down the number of minutes left in his set. And by the end, he was he was roasting them and they were cheering for him. And he's and he basically wouldn't let them cheer for him. Every time they cheered, he would just he would go deeper on the digs. It was yeah. like, it was amazing. You got to be quick on your feet to do that stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to be. Gotta... One of uh, I'm not the I'm I'm not a big Joe Rogan fan, but there's that one of him like from back in the day where he's roasting this heckler who's like he's like making fun of his Mighty Mouse shirt. Yes, and, and he's like. You wore that affliction shirt thinking you look cool. I know I look like an idiot wearing this. He's like, I bought this at Walgreens for 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that shit. There was another one I saw of Bill Burr where like some lady was like yelling from the back of the room. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, I bet you're the kind of person that's in the house who yells down another floor to talk to somebody. And he was like mimicking what that is. And he goes, you must be an absolute miserable person to live with. And like the whole crowd is just losing their minds as he's like imitating her. It's the fucking best. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah, because that's such a weird like art form, too, where people feel like they're there to engage with yeah. the person on stage. They're like, this is you say something good. Then I say something. It's like, no, like, right. I'm going to ask you a question, yeah. but it's rhetorical unless I actually point yeah. to you and be like, hey, you, what do you do for a living and do crowd work? You know, like, <laughs> shut the fuck it, up. It's mm -hmm. funny, too, how the mindset shifts between what kind of show you're at, because at a comedy show that is so easy for people for idiots to fall into that mindset but at a concert you know it's usually people being jagoffs in the crowd to each other but rarely is there any like no one's bringing an instrument and trying to out music <laughs> the person on stage you know i don't understand yeah. like where that well and the hecklers are sing. always trying to be funny too yeah like it seems like they're always trying to like be a a second comedian in the crowd thinking they're going to make the crowd laugh. And then they just always end up getting roasted. Yeah. Right. Because, uh, they're not funny. I think that's what it boils down no. to. And they think they are. They're the funniest person in their inner no. circle. It's like how I thought I was really good at Mario Kart because I played with people on my street and then I dated a girl in high school <laughs> who fucking knew how to do the skid thing. And she absolutely roasted my ass and destroyed me. And I was like, the internet wasn't even around yet for me to learn how bad I really was. And right. so that's the thing with comedy is yeah. people, they don't understand. It's it, That is one of my worst things is is going where people think they're funny. And they're like, hey, hey. and they just give you like the worst, the easiest, low-hanging fruit joke that I'm like, oh, hey, congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Cue it. Sorry, I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong one. Hold. There we go. <laughs> Good push. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to breathe into the push, man. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a little bit of encouragement, you know? Hey, man. Yeah. Good push. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the only thing that would be the equivalent of uh, of of a. Uh, 
at a comedy show, a heckler would be, and it's to, to quote a lyric from, uh, you know, uh, Sunrise Skater Kids is, you know, you, you get on the stage and, and steal the mic to sing all the, the, the notes wrong as you're singing like the best part of the song. They're just like, yeah. like uh, come on, man. Everyone's ready. To, you know. Oh, I remember too. Uh, I went to go see a uh, yellow card years ago and they had that song oh, i can't remember the name of the song but it was like kind of a softer song and what part of the chorus just goes into a really nice falsetto that you know that lead singer can hit because he's a fucking professional and, and the crowd's singing along <laughs> and then as he hits that note you hear all of this cacophony of like as everyone's trying to hit it and i just remember going oh Oh, I know as an artist, it's got to be really cool <laughs> to hear the shit sung back to you. But whenever it hits the note wrong, you're going to be like, oh, God, yeah. it was so bad. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, on the opposite side of that, though, there's a, a um, some supercut YouTube video that I've seen before where it's a, a series of musicians being surprised by their fans talent where they'll like bring mm -hmm. a young person on stage and they're like, go ahead and finish this. And they just fucking belt the song. They just knock it out of the park. And the, the professional yeah. musicians like, Oh shit. Like this was amazing. And it, it, it's a feel good thing because you're like, Oh, these people aren't going to get shit on. These people are going to be hoisted and celebrated. I've seen it. Dave Grohl bring like kids on and like play monkey wrench on the guitar, yeah. like the entire song. So that's always pretty cool. Oh, I, I went to a newfound glory show once and someone held up a sign that said, Hey, Chad, can I play hit or miss? And so as they're playing it, he brought him up and the guy fucking like he screwed it up the whole time. Like Chad was sitting next to him, like trying to show him how to play it. And he got done. And he goes, Jesus Christ, if you're going to come here and ask to play, know how to play the fucking song. <laughs> I was like, so the, <gasps> so the awesome. answer. So he wasn't requesting to come on stage. He was asking Chad, can I play this? And the answer was, no, you cannot. <laughs> Do you want to see if I can was really what the question was. We left out that <laughs> right. first part because he only yeah. had so much space on his board. You know, <laughs> that's exactly. It, yeah. That, so moral of the story, buy a bigger poster board. Exactly. You know, right. But I was yeah. like, that's so cool. I'm like, actually, I know how to play it. I mean, but I, but you don't see me holding up a sign because right. I still want to fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, I don't go to a show to uh, <laughs> you go to watch people play guitar, not not to take their guitar and play right. their guitar. Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is, is this a guitar lesson? Can I come on stage and just have you teach me a mixolydian scale? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I so I do have a story that's kind of like that your newfound glory story uh story though. So, we were I've got a buddy who's in a different band in Alabama and we were on tour playing a show in Alabama and uh we had this one song that we'd like never really played anymore. It was in our old like set or whatever and uh I hope he doesn't see this. Shout out to Tony. I love Tony, but uh, he was like, dude, like, let's play that song and let me play bass for it. And I was like, uh, we don't really play that song anymore. But like, if we can rally enough musicians in this room to play it, then like, sure. So we had uh, Tony gave him the bass and uh, dude messed up the whole song. Wrong key. Just bad. Love you, Tony, but bad. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! It's like we could do this. It's like okay, all right, let's the see what happens. Was yeah, there. The yeah. it was such a yeah. Was I know, and Tony's like 
person I've ever met. He he went like hella viral uh, like two years ago because he did like a massive guitar swing with his bass that came like an inch away from like chopping this guitar player's head off. And the video went super viral and they talked about it on like Kerrang and stuff. Like, oh, wow. It was crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, if someone I, in the uh, chat can find that, post the, post the link. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I remember going yeah, to see... Yeah, uh, I think on Reddit, it was called like, um, thanks for the haircut, or like, do you need a haircut or something? Because like the bass was so close. That is fucking scary, man. <laughs> can you imagine just being on yeah. stage, doing your thing, and then you look up right as the fucking head of the... just comes right into your cheekbone? Uh. That would dude and, and the guitar player who almost got decapitated wasn't even looking. He didn't even see it. He was oh. had no idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've seen a couple of those things too where that happens where um you know they do the whole cool like I'm gonna swing the guitar around and it's gonna come around and whatever. I was watching MXPX and uh Mike Herrera was singing and he goes, Dad, it gets caught on the uh the mic. Uh, cord that's in his pocket and he's like it gets caught it's like yeah. and it falls down and god bless him he just grabs the mic and keeps singing but it's a three-person band with bass guitar and drums and he's just like ha ah! and the guy comes out from the side of the stage trying to do it and i'm like uh, i think i'm done with this let's go home and i like that was like the moment where i'm like i like mxpx but it's hot out here and uh i don't really want to watch this anymore and i walked away i felt really bad for him i was like oh man because that stuff is always really cool, but it's like you gotta land it, man. <laughs> well, have you have you guys seen the yeah. um, the was it the the concert for George when George Harrison passed away? They did a tribute concert, like mm -hmm. Tom Petty and uh, I want to say uh, was it Jeff Buckley or there was a bunch of bunch of musicians, Eric Clapton, bunch and uh, George's son were on stage and they were playing. Uh, it was the big finale, I think. They were playing "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." And they were kind of going to their solos and everything was happening. And then Prince comes out and and does a solo that fucking melts the room. It is insane. And everyone on stage is just has this look like this is why we bring this guy around. Fucking he kills it. And at the end. He takes his guitar off, he throws it up in the air and then walks off stage and it doesn't come down. <laughs> and like, it's one of those where you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's Prince. Like, like he's just fucking magic. He things just happen around him. That's like God tier <laughs> yes! performance to just yep. huck your guitar into the sky disappears. <laughs> I anyone who's listening to this, look up uh, while my guitar gently weeps, Prince, and watch till the very end. He just he's done with it, and they hit that. Everyone's doing their thing. Last note, he takes it off, chucks it, turns, and walks off, and that's it. <laughs> It's the coolest, badass move I've oh, ever seen. I was waiting for you to say he chucked it, and then it fell and landed on someone in the audience, and, uh, you know, that person is and brain damaged now. No. No. Because you know why? <laughs> he left. But this is the other thing, is that I he had he just must have had people just, like, eyes on him all the time. Because in the middle of it, he turns, he goes to the, 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 the edge of the stage, turns around, and just falls backwards. And there's just a dude who pops out of nowhere and catches him, and then slowly puts him back up on stage. It's like, whoop, here you go, buddy. That's trust it's right like, there. He is just, uh, you got to watch this. He, he, there was no one like him, man. There was no one like him. Wow. That yeah, is, it was, it's intense. That is wild. That's absolutely wild. Oh, man. 
so many good it's funny because like talking about the stuff has drummed up a whole bunch of old memories of like just going to see shows and how i i most of them are pretty cool right like not super memorable but then there's other things i'm like oh yeah i remember when that happened um first concert best concert Ooh, austin you start first concert best concert yeah i would say the first concert that i would count as like a real concert because i was like a church kid and we went to like some like random worship shows and stuff but like first concert honestly i think it might have been first one i remember is the reliant k and on the mm-hmm tour and actually mxpx was uh on that tour so that that was like i think 14 years ago now or something like that um the best show uh was me wa- best show of me watching was uh i think at warp tour and i saw a story of the year and they they did a mashup of the taste of ink by the used and uh and their song anthem of our dying day and they did like a mashup of it and that was like the those were literally like the two songs that got me into like rock music and emo music and stuff and that was like the most magical sweaty moment of my life Wow. I love that. That is so cool. How about you, Justin? Uh, first concert was, and I can't remember which one came first, but it was either the Monkees or the Beach Boys. And with the Beach Boys, John Stamos was touring with them at the time, <laughs> um, which was awesome. I can't remember which one came first, but I saw, I saw both of those real early on. Um, best concert was hands down the Foo Fighters. That was, uh, that was, that was. Which uh, one? You've been to so many of them. I bet. Yeah, it was uh, the second time I saw them at Wrigley, Um, man. It was that was a religious experience, like something, something moved, something shifted in the in the universe on that show. It was so cool. That's awesome. That was it was the tour after Dave broke his leg. I saw him when he was on the throne. And then two years after that, I think they came back through Chicago. And that was that was that tour. And man, that was something else. That was something else. Nice. What about you, Doug? My first concert was when I was in first grade, and it was New Kids on the Block. Boop, 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 boop. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, New baby. New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese <laughs> food make me sick. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say uh, I had two, like, really memorable ones. Uh, the, the, the next super memorable one was the only, the next concert that I actually went and saw, which was Phoenix TX, Bad Religion, and Blink-182. And that was like an amazing show where crazy. I showed up and like everyone was sitting down in the in the pit just waiting for the show to start. And Phoenix TX yeah. comes out and just starts going and and they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing sitting down? This is a punk rock show. Get the fuck up. And everyone's like, uh, that's the first time I've ever been there. I was like, what do we do? And everyone's like getting up and they're like, yeah, it was so much fun. It was so cool. And then that's I'd cool. say the next memorable one was one of the last concerts I went to before Natalie was born. It was, can't remember who opened. It may have been Kid Rock. It was not Kid Rock. Thank Christ. (laughs) It was not Kid Rock. It was it was uh, Motion City soundtrack and the Wonder Years, and it was like, and one of my most memorable thing was uh, the Force Awakens was about to come out. And the lead singer of Motion City soundtrack was a uh, super Star Wars nerd. So their intro was just the audio from the trailer of The Force Awakens. 
And they just like that's sick. It was dark. They had red lights show up, and it was just like they just played it. When it was done, they just went right into it. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like I just fucking love it. Like those yeah, guys were some of the hardest. Like Wonder Years and Motion City soundtrack. Though I mean, those guys fucking perform. Like they were yeah. just so great. But some yep. of my most memorable ones were in college. There's this tiny shitty venue in Iowa city called Gabe's Oasis. It doesn't exist anymore. It's I, I mean, it was, I don't know, maybe a hundred people crammed into the room and I saw my chemical romance there. I saw uh census fail. Uh, I saw a band I was really into Rufio. And then when they were done, there was no green room. They just go hang out at the bar at the back oh of the venue. God, that's so cool. So I would just love that. would go back there and be like, hi, <laughs> and I was just like fanboy out over him. I was like, I'm gonna go say hi. I'm gonna go say hi. And they would just well, take I think pictures Gabe's with him. Gabe's still exists. Does it? I think Gabe's still exists because we there. I know it's in Iowa, and I'm pretty sure it's in Iowa City. But we've played a venue called Gabe's twice. It's just uh, called Gabe's in now. Iowa. It's not Gabe's Oasis. It's, it's just a Gabe's. Super cool venue. Yeah. Oh, I miss this place so much. It was so. I don't know what it's like if they've redone or anything, but it's like very just it's small. It's intimate. It's it was awesome. And I had great memories of just being like, because Iowa City was like 40 minutes away from where I was going to college. So I'm like, I'm going to games. Tickets were cheap. Drive over there and fucking had a blast, man. It was it was the goddamn best. Goddamn best. Yeah. Those small concerts are cool. I remember driving up to Milwaukee in high school. And seeing uh, Black Crow, the Black Crows at a standing room only theater in in Milwaukee, and that was awesome. That's uh, less than Jake yeah. came to my hometown. Real? Were they lost? No, they were performing. <laughs> I was like blown away. I'm like, why is less than Jake in Kirksville, Missouri? <laughs> did they come for the good KFC? Because <laughs> they heard there were two. And one of them was the good one. Fart noise. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, that's the that's one. A, that's a cuff <laughs> fart noise right there, yeah. <laughs> good push, good push. <laughs> too too hard. Too hard. Um, you know, dangerous. That was a danger zone sort of situation right there, but you know, no risk, no reward. I mean, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, That's that cool was that they came through though. That was so wild. I was just like, I can't believe that this band is in my hometown right now playing. This is crazy. It is so crazy. Yeah. 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 Slotty says ZZ Top came to his county fair. That sounds right. <laughs> I feel like that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <clears throat> it tracks a lot. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what is Easy Top does that song. Uh, She's crazy about her job. That dress that, man. Uh, yeah. Easy Top. Yeah. yeah. She's got uh, legs. Yeah. She knows then, how to use them. They also do Lagrange. A uh, how how how. Boom 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 boom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. What other ZZ Top songs do we know, guys? I, I don't know. I don't know. What else do they do? No, I, I don't know any. <laughs> I think there there might have been one in Guitar Hero too. I think you're right, actually. I, I'm I sure there was. Right. I'm sure there was. Actually, I, I think it might have been though. Lagrange, because that one's got that one's got a real. Um, 
I would play it, but I could only play 0.7 seconds. You probably <laughs> wouldn't get the the full effect of what that <laughs> I know it. Like I know it. I heard, yeah, you know you, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. it. I know exactly what that one is. Yeah, I'm not too uh, in depth on the old ZZ Top discography. So I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what 0.7 seconds of this song would be, though. Oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> got to do an ad first for Verbo. We're God bless Verbo. I also thought it was VRBO. I never knew they pronounced it Verbo. I don't know if I like that. Same. Here we go. I mean, it's easier to say than VRBO. Okay, yeah, actually, I know exactly <laughs> the song. I got it now. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, I got it. That's amazing. I didn't think I would know it, but sure enough, I, I, didn't I did. Think either, because I honestly thought it was, uh, I thought it was a longer the um, the the sticks on the rim of the snare. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it had a longer intro. I'm like, Doug will never get it. From that. <laughs> Usually, I don't get these things, but I got this one. So, yeah. way Good to go, you. you! Yay! Yay! Have Good you push, guys? Doug. Good have, push. Thank Good you. Push. <laughs> <laughs> Too hard. That's another one of their songs, right? <laughs> that would have been the best bet. You're like, hold on, let's play, let's play, let's play. Point seven seconds in the song, and you just play the fart noise. It's just like, okay, okay. Yeah, I got uh, actually. I don't know. Uh, I just got this one. It's is point seven seconds of "Summer Girls" by LFO. <laughs> there it is. I hear it. I get it now. I remember that one. High school. Yeah, Yeah, baby. I got it. Yep. (laughs) That was from the second verse, I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to need a moist towel up for that one. (laughs) (laughs) That's Lottie. In all seriousness, Billy Gibbons is a goddamn legend. I do like ZZ Top. Uh, I'm not, I couldn't, you know, tell you their entire catalog, but I uh, straight, straight agree with you, Slotty. They're obviously good. Right. I mean, they had a career. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? <laughs> a lot of it's people have careers. careers. Like Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah so right? let's get a rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you, uh, so uh, it turns out that Rob Zombie is going to be doing a Munsters reboot. Um, speaking of music and crossovers, right? Uh, are you a fan of Rob Zombie at all, Austin? Uh, you know, no, uh, and I don't know what I I read the article uh, about that. I don't know what the Munsters is. Uh, I've never listened to Rob Zombie's music, but I have met him and his uh, girlfriend one what? time. What really? nice people? Just nice people, honestly. Yeah, that's wild. Okay. What? Where did you also, meet him? I feel very old now. Uh, <laughs> I, I was a valet. I was a valet at a nice hotel, so like famous people would come through, and Rob Zombie was there for a few days. That's awesome. I don't know if I could pick him out from a crowd. Like if he was just walking I through, I would say think like you could. But I I would look yeah, at him and go, "You, you got a look," but I don't know if I could say, "Oh, Rob Zombie." I would look at him and go, "He's famous," because I don't. <laughs> I don't really know. I didn't really know what he looks like or know what he looks like that much either. But like it, seeing him in person, I don't. Even if I had never heard his name before, I think I would be like, "That looks like a Rob Zombie." To me. I think that's <laughs> Rob Zombie. Yeah, because he looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a very distinct look. Yeah, fair enough. Um, are you familiar with his uh his movies at all? 
No, but I I think I watched his uh episode of Cribs <laughs> back <laughs> in the day, and I know head. that he's like a big horror. Yeah. It, I mean, it really horror. was because he's got like horror movie like stuff everywhere. Yeah, I uh, the only thing I think I've seen of his was his remake of Halloween. And outside of that, like I haven't seen like House of a Thousand Corpses or anything because that stuff just seemed like gross for the sake of gross. So I'm like, I'm good. So I find it interesting that he's doing the monsters, you know, reboot, which was, you know, what was that? 60s when yeah. whatever, uh, like just. Spooky, spooky family, situational comedy, you know, kind of like Adam's family sort of shit. Well, it wasn't just the spooky family. It was Frankenstein's monster married the, uh, was it Frankenstein, the bride of Frankenstein and Dracula was her father. So the father-in-law and then Eddie Munster was the werewolf. And I think the daughter was like a blonde bombshell that was just normal. Uh, and then they had a dragon as a pet that lived under the stairs. It was situational comedy, but it was like the universal monsters came into a house and then had a situational comedy born from that. How could it fail? Also an odd (laughs) one for Rob zombie to take on. It seems, I mean, it seems like he's a huge fan of it. Like that's like been his passion project for the last 20 years is to get this off the ground and and do it, which I'm like, cool. But based on his, you know, repertoire, I'd be like, uh, so you're making this, I mean, who, who's to say, right? I mean, the, uh, um, fucking their names are escaping me. The, uh, the guys who did, uh, you know, Avengers Endgame and infinity war, the Russo brothers, Russo right? Brothers? Oh, yeah. They originally were directing episodes of community, right? Who would have yeah, thought they could yeah. handle a fucking Marvel movie, multi-movie right. franchise, you know, that was so action-packed and, and amazing. So, I mean, anything's possible. I don't want to write someone off, but I'm just like, he's got a very distinct backstory that involves a yeah. lot of interesting heavy music, some pretty heavy horror movies. It's like, mm-hmm. you take this uh, old 60s situational comedy and let's see what you I got. I can see, though, where someone like him would would be influ- in his youth be influenced by a show like this, because they were kind of like the original emo goth. Like that was that was that movement in the '60s before that was even a thing. So I could totally see where he yeah. would have gotten into that, maybe. And maybe he's he's getting older. You know, he's getting up there in years. Maybe he's looking to to turn a soft side. You know, I yeah. Don't know. Maybe. Well, does he? So is he making a reboot? Is it a TV show or is it going to be a movie? I think it's unclear. I thought it was going to be a TV show, but maybe I'm wrong. What does it say? Does it say in the article? Yeah, I just closed the tab. Um, da, 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 da. Announcing the his Monsters latest movie film. Reboot. Film. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Interesting. So, I don't know. We'll I mean, I'd watch it. It sounds <clears throat> interesting. I don't see why not. The thing is, I would 100% watch it. Absolutely. I'll, I'll check it out because out of, if nothing else, out of just morbid curiosity, of what this is going to be. <laughs> I can't imagine it would be nearly as bad as the, uh, the, um, was it the three stooges movie that they did a few years back. Can't imagine that it would, it's gotta be better than that. Right guys. Come on. Right. Please tell me. Yes, man. I didn't uh, see that one. <clears throat> yeah. Neither did I, uh, neither I, it, did I, but I know of it. It had Snooky in it. So, I mean, <laughs> that that's, it had Snooky in it. Really? Yeah, Snooky was in it, which it was like, 
I, I was I was so confused because that was such a specific form of comedy from decades ago. Yeah, that does not yeah. translate to today. Like it's just that sort of no. slapstick nonsense. Like it's just it doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't work. It's not who we are today. We're much more cynical. We're much more. There's a lot of darkness in us to have something like it's it's just not. It's well, not yeah, going to work. That was like the beginning of TV too, right. wasn't it? So like, uh, <laughs> it's just in its early stages. That's what they, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it was easy to make people laugh by slapping someone. Right. It was like vaudeville <laughs> stuff, still you know? Funny to this day, yeah. kind of, but. Well, here's, here's the other thought too, is that this Rob Zombie movie, he might do like an R rated monsters reboot where it's super fucking dark and, the pet dragon under the stairs actually consumes visitors and, you know, Dracula grandpa, you know, straight up murders people. Who knows? I don't know. It could be anything. It's Rob Zombie. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Show me that yeah. monsters movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's another, uh, there's another movie that Rob Zombie's producing, which I'm very, very keen on seeing. And if I remember correctly, the title is, Welcome to the Throwdown. Oh, yeah. We're here, baby. We're in the oh, Throwdown. Man. Forgot about this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Surprise, surprise, Austin. Oh, Dougie, are yeah. you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I've been ready. Let's do this. This week's Throwdown is Kid Rock versus Rob Zombie. That's right. Noah called it. He called it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well done. So yep. uh, now it makes sense why you uh, wanted to make sure we covered that before we finished. I get it now. You got it. I got it. Well, I always want to cover Rob Zombie before I finish. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's break these guys down, right? We got two uh, pretty... I mean, and, and Noah, I think... Or, I'm, Jesus, I knew it was going to happen. Austin, um, greatest apologies. Greatest apologies. Like my mom. <laughs> bad push bad push doug (laughs) um so you've you've seen rob zombie you know his stature you know like you know what he i I, also know enough you know enough i think we know enough about kid rock just from what we've seen i don't know how old they are how old is he so rob zombie's gotta be in his late 60s well kid rock's 50 Rob Zombie is fifty six. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, mm. so we're we're close. We're close. Relatively close. So uh, five. Rob Zombie is five ten. Um, let me see. Grew up in uh, Haverville, Massachusetts. Okay. What do we What do we got? Well, we know where Kid Rock grew up because he won't shut the fuck up about it. Where's he from? Florida. <laughs> Detroit, <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Florida. Yeah, he may as well be. <laughs> Detroit's the Florida of the Midwest. Oh, from <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> Montpierre. He's from Detroit, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right. So, so what do you got? At what point do we call him Senior Senior Rock? 
<laughs> nice cast wave. <laughs> oh my god, Mr. Rock. <laughs> Can you hear me, Mr. Rock? Uh, Actually, all right. he's from Romeo, Michigan. Yeah, where the fuck is that, Austin? I think that's like a probably it's probably a suburb of Detroit somewhere it's on the east side like of the state. Detroit. I would assume. Oh yeah. my god, it's population thirty five hundred. It looks very small. It's a village. Yeah, yeah. Very it's a, tiny. Uh, it's it's popping, sure. Just northeast Less of the Jake Pine. Did not play there. <laughs> Just northeast of the Pine Valley <laughs> Golf and Country Club. This episode of Mind Gap Podcast brought to you by the Pine Valley Country Club. There we go. A lot of golf courses <laughs> all around there, man. They they know what they're doing. Uh, they do so, yeah. um, I feel like both of these guys have some fight in them. Kid Rock obviously has a lot of anger, um, a lot of pent up sure yep. uh, disappointment. I don't know if it's self hate, um, but uh, he is—he's definitely got a chip on his shoulder. Mm. So I feel like that could be used to his advantage if he wants to turn on the old rage button, or he could easily be tilted into making a bad decision. So that's kind of just my initial analysis of. Uh, Mr. Rock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I apt, would apt analysis. I would say Rob Zombie, if you look at him, there is uh there's a depth of darkness there, but it's controlled. He has a mastery over it. And I feel yeah. like he can call forth on that whenever he wants. And really, he's got some, he's got He's got like that psychopathic, you know, tendencies, but it's very controlled. He can use it to his, he can use it to his advantage. He can. He's like a werewolf. <laughs> right. Like Eddie Munster. Yeah. He's like a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Rob Zombie, you don't make movies like he has without really confronting your darkness. You know, uh-huh. like, yeah, those things are pretty gruesome from my understanding they're pretty violent and uh you know um slotty says he's he rob zombie is clearly well versed in dismemberment techniques yeah he seems like the kind of guy that you know he doesn't get provoked easily right um but he also seems like the kind of guy that after about a month or so he's like i really need to kill someone and when he does he's like totally chill he like totally like <laughs> takes someone's life and he's like you just need to scratch that itch right he, he kind of like when it's done he comes out he's like whoo man i need a nap and he's like just goes and lays down and then hops back up he's like all right who's up for mini golf you know just you know ready to <laughs> ready to move yeah, on with his it's life like a smoker has, like <laughs> hasn't had a cigarette all day and it hasn't <laughs> and he Finally gets he scratches that itch and he kills someone and he's like comes back inside and he's like, All right, honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, All right, I'm better now. That's cool. So what were we saying? Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. Roasted potatoes, yeah. I'm all over it. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. I, I picturing if if I if I'm picturing Kid Rock and Rob Zombie fighting, I'm picturing Kid Rock being like super drunk and like <laughs> basically trying to get in a bar fight and then yeah. rob zombie is like you don't want to do this man you don't want to do this man and he kind of is like stop and then kid rock just keeps poking the bear and then rob zombie has like a button on his shoe that like a knife comes up 
from his foot, and then he like kicks Kid Rock in the face and like slices him in half. That's oh how my I picture God. So I'm going Rob Zombie on this one. <laughs> to be that honest. is brutality. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I don't think we can get any better than that, personally. Yeah. I, the only thing that yeah. could make it better is just like as he does it, as like Kid Rock, he like stabs him in the eye with his with his boot knife and then he like takes it out and as like he catches him by the by the face he just kind of leans in and he just like whispers something horrific like a recipe yeah. to something you know <laughs> or it's like grocery list and then kid rock just dies like not only horrified but confused as well, kid rocks it causes <laughs> yeah. kid rock's soul to actually escape his body yeah. very similar to you know the end of indiana jones and the last crusade you know how he drinks from the wrong cup yeah his whole like whatever Rob Zombie whispers yeah. to him, just like he just Kid Rock just crumbles. He yeah. fades. <laughs> he fades away. Drains out of him. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. He de- deflates. <laughs> exactly. Slice. Yeah, Go ahead. Slice says Rob Zombie wears a cowboy hat that's bladed. He throws it decapitating Kid Rock. Boom. <laughs> Who is he? Kung Lao? What is this? Like a boomerang. <laughs> Finish him. That's it. <laughs> So I think uh, I think they should actually add Kid Rock and Rob Zombie as like video game characters in something. <laughs> you like know they're going to combat or Smash Bros. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll be in Fortnite, right? Oh, yeah, they're going to yeah. be in Fortnite for sure. Because why yeah. not? Because everything's yeah. in Fortnite. Rick and Morty are coming <laughs> to Fortnite. So there you go. Mm. Fucking Fortnite. Anyway, uh, I'm definitely yeah. saying uh, uh, Rob Zombie for the win. Rob Zombie for the win. <laughs> Whew, man, that was great. That was phenomenal. Austin. Choked myself up. Yeah. Choked yourself up. Don't cry, Justin. Not again. All right. We can't do it. All right. Sorry. Good uh, push, Justin. Good. good. Push. I'm gonna let it run the entire time. One more. Oh god. <laughs> it is so not happy. He did that to a brand new father who was on here. You know? And the guy he was like lactating. He's like <laughs> anyway austin thank you so much man this was such a fucking pleasure having you back on here and chatting with you about stuff man you're you're just the best dang i really appreciate you guys having me it's always uh nice to catch up so (laughs) should do it again sometime i'd say for sure uh one more time tell everyone where they can find you uh anything you know obviously you want to promote your stuff and then if there's anything you'd recommend movies books tv shows uh the floor is yours yeah uh again austinreno.com a-u-s-t-e-n-r-e-n-o.com all the links on everything are there uh music or uh driving 25 comes out this friday june 11th on all platforms so you should listen to it uh, as far as music goes i would recommend that um kind of said it earlier but like i think everybody should probably watch bo burnham's uh new special inside it is truly a work of art um and uh yeah yeah man that's that's gonna be it that's awesome i'm totally checking that out justin what do you got uh, so <clears throat> when Drew was on last time, he was, he sounded so hurt and so just pining for someone to talk to about this because Seth won't listen to it or Seth won't watch it. Apparently Drew is very upset at him right now. So I thought, uh, fuck me slutty. And I just dove right into Debs on Hulu. 
And so I think everyone should watch the show and talk to Drew about it. You can hit him up uh, at the Drew doll on, uh, on all social medias, find him and just randomly message him thoughts on this show, because I'll say legitimately it is very, very good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Nick Offerman. It's not funny at all. It's terrifying. Um, but it's really, it's, it's a great show. Uh, and then also Ted Lasso on Apple TV plus check that out. Doug, what do you got? Uh, I just want to say, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you just missed a beautiful <laughs> moment where Austin <laughs> lost his mind when Justin played that sound clip. So <laughs> I just watched him try to center himself and breathe and it didn't work. <laughs> uh, we come to, <laughs> we come to play. Uh, speaking of coming to play. I recommend the new game that's out called Knockout City. Uh, it's a fucking awesome game. It's from EA, but don't let that deter you. It's great. It's essentially futuristic 50s uh, dodgeball. And you play on teams of three or four, and it is a goddamn blast. And we are trying to recruit people on our Discord to get it so we can actually get a crew together. But uh, Slotty, Noah and I have been rolling. Zenny's joined the crew. Jared's got it too. Um, it's so much fun. Uh, go check it out. It's, it's only $20. You can also play it for free. I think you can level up to like level 20 or 25 or something like that. So you can totally, totally go check it out. But it's 20 bucks. It's totally worthwhile to get it. We've been having a blast. And uh, probably going to be streaming that again this Saturday. So just saying, check that out. What's it called again? Knockout City. And I highly recommend it. So what's up, Justin? Why are you so excited? Well, so uh, Steam does not allow for it uh, to be played on a, on a Mac. However, there is a Knockout City dodgeball app that I'm wondering, because you know how we can play um, Among Us, mm-hmm. right? I can. I have to go on my phone to do that but we can still play in the same room i'm wondering if this will connect to the same server you guys boy that would be wild if you could pull that off i'd be really impressed we're gonna find out Woo! uh speaking of stuff you could find out about find out more about mind gap podcast on all of our social medias at mind gap podcast uh check us out on twitch twitch.tv slash mind gap podcast hit that follow button turn on the notifications we'll let you know when we go live you come hang out with us like all these other cool people that are here right now uh we stream tuesdays at 8 p.m central and saturdays at 8 p.m central so come hang out with us It'll be great. And uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We post all of our episodes as well as some of our highlights there as well. And you can also follow Justin online as well. That's right. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's a fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, all the places you can find and consume the podcast. Rate us, review us, share us, like us, all the things you can do. And the big one is sharing. If you can just copy the link to an episode that you are uh, quite fond of and share that out, uh, it would go so far for us because people love personal recommendations. And then 2estate.com slash mindgap. And then keep an eye on all of 2 estates social medias as well. And don't forget, find Drew and talk to him about devs. He loves it. He absolutely yes. loves it. Once He's again, love all the attention. Once again, Austin. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was a god was rubbing. This was a goddamn delight. Yeah, thanks guys. It was a gosh dang delight. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Well, with that being said, uh Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. 
Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.